Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Tuesday, and this is day 12 of our 40-day journey through the season of Lent. We began the season by hearing the truth about our sin and the limits of our own powers. We now hear also the promise of God's steadfast and abiding love for us, the amazing grace of God that has saved us in Jesus Christ our Lord. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love, O God, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Praise to the blessed and holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, who gives us life, salvation, and resurrection. The Son of Righteousness will arise with healing in his wings. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hands are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. Our reading this morning is Psalm 95. O come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come into God's presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hands are the depths of the earth. The heights of the mountains are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and the dry land which his hands have formed. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Oh, that today you would listen to his voice. Do not harden your hearts as at Meribah, as on the day of Massa, in the wilderness, when your ancestors tested me and put me to the proof, though they had seen my work. For forty years I loathed that generation and said, They are a people whose hearts go astray. They do not regard my ways. Therefore, in my anger I swore, they shall not enter my rest. Did you think for just a minute that something had gone wrong with this recording? The first half of the psalm is the prayer that we just prayed together at the start of our service this morning. In this psalm, we praise and glorify God as our creator and also as our sovereign, our king, our shepherd. Not only that, but the psalm gives us the words that we need to express our own trust and loyalty 
in response to God's love for us, our loyalty to God, our King, our Good Shepherd. And loyalty reveals another facet of a relationship of faith and love. We we use the term steadfast love, faithfulness, and righteousness to describe God's loyalty and commitment to us, God's love for us. In the same way, our trust in God and our love for God call us to faithfulness and loyalty to the Lord, our Maker, and our God. And each morning when we pray this psalm together, we hear of God's power and God's goodness, God's sovereignty over the earth that God has created, God's love and care for the whole entire world. And we sing God's praise and dedicate ourselves as the sheep of his pasture, as God's own flock, God's household. But the second half of the psalm recalls the story from Exodus that we heard yesterday, the rebellion against God at Meribah and Massa. That story is emblematic of Israel's rebellion, hard-heartedness, and unfaithfulness to God. That story is held up as an example of, of rebellion against God, even though people have seen God's goodness, have tasted it. It's symbolic and emblematic of a loss of faith, and we should not think that this is peculiar to Israel. What happened in the wilderness at Meribah and Massa is something that happens to people every day when we lose faith and turn to God in anger and in bitterness. So the story becomes a kind of boundary line story for us. We know we will experience anger. We will even experience anger with God. We will be tempted to lose heart, to lose faith, to turn away from God. We will be tempted to think that God has abandoned us or forsaken us. And yet, when that anger turns to bitterness, we fail to trust God's goodness and mercy and love. That relationship between us and God frays, strains, and breaks. And when that broken relationship turns our hearts to stone so that we can no longer seek God, so that we no longer turn to God in prayer, we no longer come to God and worship or listen for God's words of comfort and grace and forgiveness, then that sin deepens and the rift and the gulf between us widens. And yet, God is merciful. In Jesus Christ, God has acted to forgive us our sin, to set this relationship right, and to even soften our hearts with God's love and God's mercy. In Jesus, God comes to us even in those times of abandonment, experiences and takes that pain on us and turns our hearts back to God. In our confession of sin, in our hearing of God's word of forgiveness, in the promise of new life that comes with that absolution, we can let go of our anger and our bitterness and receive, by God's gracious gift, peace. We can be certain that life will not go on the way that we expect it to go. It just won't. We will suffer pain and heartache. We will experience loneliness and doubts. We will feel fears and all kinds of anxiety. But in Jesus, God comes alongside of us and invites us to turn in love and trust to the God 
in all of these situations and circumstances. Today, the psalmist says, don't harden your hearts as our ancestors did. Instead, turn to God. We may lament, we may wonder, we may cry out, but in the end, we place ourselves into God's hands and we trust in the mercy of our Lord, the one who made heaven and earth and who in love and faithfulness to this world sent the Son to die for us so that we might have eternal life in his name. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ in all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gifts of relationship with others, for the communion of faith in your church. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who govern the nations of the world, that they might govern after your own heart in righteousness and in justice. For people in countries ravaged by strife and warfare, and for people dwelling in communities plagued by violence, that you would bring peace, that you would watch over and guard and protect them, and that you would bring your own love and peace to those neighborhoods and areas. For all who are at work for peace and international harmony, that their efforts might flourish, that hard hearts might become softened, and that we might grow in love for each other. For those who are sick in body, mind, and spirit, and for all who tend to them and care for them. For those who are mourning, for those who grieve. For all who strive to save this earth from carelessness and destruction, and for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, that it might be kept steadfast in your word and persevere in its faith and faithfulness to you. For what else do we ask? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. 
We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. Ever-living God, author of creation, we give you thanks for your gift of water that brings life and refreshes the earth. We bless and praise you, for by water and the word we are cleansed from sin and receive everlasting life. Join us again this day to the saving death of Christ. Renew in us the living fountain of your grace and raise us with Christ to live in newness of life. For you are merciful and you love your whole creation with all of your creatures, we give you glory through your Son, Jesus Christ, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, who gives us new birth by water in the Holy Spirit and forgives us all of our sins, strengthen us in all goodness and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. <laughs> 